Wen and I want to express our gratitude for every one of our listeners. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing this space with us each week. We are now offering an opportunity to work with Wen or myself individually in a deeper look towards what's true about life and who you really are. If you'd like to know more, email me or Wen for more details. In a three-day dive under the noise, anything is possible. Let's find out. Now on to the podcast. Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts, and I'm here with my co-host, Wynne Morgan. Hi, Wynne. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm really good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks very much. Yeah. Although, you know, when you started talking and I was looking at you, I was wondering if you were suppressing a laugh. <laughs> Full disclosure, I know you were. I know, I really you know, was. The fun we had before, you pressed me. <laughs> that was I'm fun. well, thanks for asking. Yeah. So you had an idea. I, I did. I do. It's always interesting to try to put words put words to things sometimes not when i'm talking with just you but so that everybody can understand so i've been well, sitting... if i can understand i'm pretty sure everyone can yeah but you well, know i'm the lowest common denominator of... <laughs> you know me you got my crazy <laughs> i get you crazy but also i mean <laughs> things need to be explained to me as if i'm a five-year-old ah well then so okay. if i get it everyone will that's what i think so in the last week or so it's possible that it's just been a little bit more focused in the last week or so, but maybe this is something I've been sitting in for longer than that. But there's a question that I have about like our inner voice, our inner knowing. Mm-hmm. You know, that part of us that is deeply connected to the whole, to the intelligence of the universe that makes us part of that same intelligence. And I know, and I brought this up, I'm sure in a previous podcast, that for me, that inner voice sometimes feels like a a pull, Mm. a pulling me towards something that I don't always know why or how, definitely not how. But it's, it's been pulls for these big parts of my life. So big things that have, that have really changed the direction of where I'm heading in life. But the question and the wondering, I think, that I'm sitting in is more about how that inner voice guides moment to moment on the smaller everyday parts of life. Like, what does that sound like? What does that feel like? I know what it feels like in these big things where now you can't ignore it anymore. Like it's gotten so big. 
what would it feel like if that voice was guiding you from one room to the next, from an activity to the next, to the next word, to the next look over here? What does that look like? So I spent a day with one of our previous guests doing a, she's doing a coaching immersion for a few days. And I, I was able to, I was invited to participate in one of those days. And um, it was Steph Benedetto. And part of that coaching experience, we were taking a walk on the beach with the other person that she was coaching, just talking. And <laughs> you're going to laugh at this story, but we were about, I mean, a good probably hour into this, maybe more, this walk. And they were wanting to walk further. And, and I had this thought about sunscreen. So as I'm getting ready, right, as I'm getting ready that morning, I put all my sunscreen on, but then I got dressed and I realized that there's like a gap between my shoe and my pants that I did not sunscreen, right? And I knew to sunscreen that. Like I heard, a, oh, I need to sunscreen my ankles. But I realized an hour or more into this walk on the beach <laughs> that I know my ankles are burning. <laughs> oh, shoot. And they want to walk further. And I was like, hey, can we uh, go back and, and uh, I got some sunscreen in the car. And I completely didn't sunscreen my ankles. And of course, they were, you know. But I had been sitting in this question, right? And I knew that I had heard that voice tell me to do that before I left. But then my intellect and my mind comes in. It's like, oh, you're running late. Get out the door. Get out the door. You got to go. You, you need to get out of here. Right. And it sounded like urgency. Whereas that other voice sounded like loving advice. It felt like that. Right. And I knew as I was walking back that I'd heard that voice and I didn't pay attention. I discarded it or overrode it with my noise, right? And I'm pretty sure now that I think about it, I thought about it again in the car when I had plenty of time to do that and I didn't. And I knew that, and at least in that, Example, I don't know if it feels like that every moment, but I knew in that example that a kind of loving advice was that voice. And so I feel this like over the last few days, like this turning towards it, not like a right or a wrong voice, like this is bad and this is good or any of that, it just felt like a, now that it's feeling familiar, more familiar, like at least a little bit, I feel myself turning towards that and I'm picking up on when it's talking to me a little bit more like send that text or shoot that email or don't wait any longer for that response. Mm -hmm. Do what you got to do. Um, 
not in these voices, just like a soft suggestion. That's even more, that's a better word for it that I've got right now is a soft suggestion. That's what it feels like. And so people are getting back to me and they're like, I was just about to text you or something like really serendipitous where it's just like, like this perfect timing on things. Now I have no idea how that shows up for other people. I don't, I'm not even really sure how, if I'm really solid on how it always shows up for me because I'm really just getting maybe my, you know, my toe in the water on that. That was a lot. Sorry, but that's kind of what I wanted to explore today is that moment to moment thing that we all have access to every single person. And I notice how much I override it, ignore it. Because this personal voice, this personal mind, my intellect is much louder. It's much louder. It always has been for now. Maybe not always. What are you thinking? Well, how, what it looks like to me right now, as I was listening, which I love the sharing of that. I haven't always listened to the, the second or third time about sun cream, but I remember being, I remember putting sun cream everywhere when I went for a day at the beach in Dubai. So I had a free day after running a training program there. I thought, oh, I can go to the beach because it was January here. January here is not beach weather. So they oh, day at the sun, vitamin D, all that kind of stuff would be great. I put sun cream everywhere apart from my face, which is a terrible look two days later. But it just looks like <laughs> a human tomato or tomato, depending where you're from. Yeah. I remember it vividly now in a meeting where um, – I said at the end, and I said, yeah, just, just to let you know, that's why I'm a bit red. And said, yeah, I've been trying not to laugh the entire hour and a half with you. <laughs> so I'm pretty good at ignoring sound advice that's loving in the way that you've just said. Mm -hmm. The number of times with sunscreen that's happened. Anyway, what I was really thinking, deeper than that, was there's so much that is happening within us biologically right now that we don't have to think about in our cognitive brain, in our thinking brain. Now, I absolutely do not know most of them, obviously, right? But the fact that earlier on I took um, a drink with vitamins, with vitamins in it, and my body will absorb them without me thinking. What I had to eat yesterday is a part of me right now. And then my kidneys are, are cleaning my blood right now and filtering. My liver is doing stuff like that too that I'm not completely aware of, right? There's, my digestive tract is absorbing the nutrients from food from what I had for lunch earlier and absorbing the, the, the water from my tea and whatever else it's absorbing in from, from the herbs in it. It's an incredibly wise biological system incredibly wise. I don't have to will my hair to grow, my fingernails to grow, my kidneys, liver, 
heart to beat, all that kind of stuff. Nothing. I don't have to do anything about that. So I would be really surprised if there wasn't a, the same thing guiding our actions. It would be weird for that to still, you know, like put some sunscreen on. Okay, you've waited enough now. Message this person. Oh, why not text this, right? I, I, it would be weird to me for that to not exist all the time given all the other things, billions of things that are going on in our bodies right now that we don't have to think about, that are just wise. And yet, exactly to your point, my psychology argues against that and argues that it's in charge, argues that it can control, argues all the kind of things that it will you know, make up that you know, some people call an ego, some people call identity, some people call other things, and there's lots of words for it, I suppose, pointing at the same thing. The the construct that we as people with sophisticated brains have a sense of identity that is separate. That is a construct, and it includes then things that, oh, I tell you what I will do. I will go and have an argument with this person because I think they slighted me or something, right? Or I will not put sun cream on. I'm fine. Sunscreen is a total con. I'm good with getting sunburn uh, in the short term and whatever other deeper benefits, disbenefits, problems it might cause my skin in the medium and long term, right? The point I'm making is I, I would be, as I'm sitting here, it'd be weird if that wasn't guiding my doing as well, and my doing outside as well as my doing inside, it wouldn't make any sense for that to not exist. So to your point, when you, when you ask the question, what would it feel like to be guided room to room, moment by moment? Uh, the question that comes to me is, what would it be like to know? Because I, I, I can't think of denying it. It wouldn't make any sense to me that it that's not how it works it's not how we work but knowing it and sensing the truth of it that would be astonishing the other kind of random thought that popped into my head was um the movie donnie darko <laughs> remember the movie yeah it's been a long time though yeah well i think it was either the late 90s or early uh, 200s that it came out and it was Jake Gillengall's big um, big break as an actor I think it was his big break anyway I can't remember him in anything before that and Donnie Darko was effectively a, a kind of like a teen angst sci-fi time travel-y thing movie with a, with a phenomenal soundtrack which is probably the best soundtrack out of any film I think I've ever uh, watched and it was um, set in I don't know, set in 88 or 89, I think it was. And the lead character played by, played by Jake Gillingall had this um, notion because of what happened to him that he could see time in advance. And out of his stomach came this kind of like blobby thing that he then had to follow and it would take him into the kitchen. And then he would see that other people, his, his younger sister and mother and father had this 
going on and they would they would be just like there would be this kind of like blobby thing going on and all they would do is is follow it so the um donny the character played by jake illingall could see what was happening before it happened as a kind of as a as a time construct he could see a few seconds in advance with this flow and i just wonder whether that's just what it is life has that in it we're just not aware of it i just wonder but i also then think well if everything's fated what's the point if then there's destiny and if i'm not i don't have any say in anything what's the point and the number of rabbit hole conversations i've had about free will and destiny and stuff and it's just like here's one thing i know about that i have no idea no but it would seem weird to me that there isn't something in charge of my doing that is bigger than my computer brain that's the point i was getting at. and you know one thing about this podcast we call it under the noise because that's what that those three words are pointing at exactly that kind voice that said sunscreen you've got some bare skin between your shoe and the bottom of your pants ankles might burn the way it's played out for me as well as a few times recently i've noticed that it's been telling me to be more patient once very specifically and generally as well with things about don't push so hard things come Pretty cool space to play in. Mm. Notice, you know, when that that voice within that gentle suggestion, when it shows up, and then you can almost hear even more specifically when my mind comes in to push me somewhere else. To watch that play between the two. I feel so sure, so believing of its existence, moment to moment guidance. And yet, I'm not sure how much I've listened. Because I think it really is a deeper listening, at least for me, because when I'm going fast and I'm in the noise and I'm doing pretty quickly it's it's pretty quiet it's even more gentle the faster i'm moving right but it really is it's like the difference between believing something is true and how it exists and really experiencing it in our life yeah it creates at least for me a deeper belief a deeper knowing that i don't think i I can reach until I am willing to experience it, experience it for myself. But I know it to be true. Yeah. 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 In what way or how would you describe the difference between knowing something was true and the belief? Mm. You know, I think that, and this may be, once again, my kind of, my personal mind, trying to make sense of all this stuff, right? Yeah. But it feels like that there are certain levels to things. 
for example, listening. Mm-hmm. You know, and if for anybody who's listening that has ever done like a listening exercises, there are certain levels of listening, right? That I think we can access. And I know that there's a listening that takes place beyond words, deeper listening, a level of listening that's beyond whatever's being said, right? Yeah. I know that. But it is a different, deeper level of that. So I feel like there are these beliefs that we have, right? Where we sense their depth, their level. So we've got these beliefs about who we are and, and a lot of things that we've kind of picked up along the way that kind of are up here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're in this moment where somebody says something or we're having some kind of experience in life where we know that there's something much truer than that. Yeah. Something deeper and truer. And then it goes, you know, like if you're willing to stay in the conversation and kind of keep looking in this direction, there's something even deeper than that. And I really think that, I mean, keep on, this is just what it looks like to me. I don't know how true this is for everyone, but what it looks like to me is that we have beliefs and we can know that they're true, like sense that they're true for us, a deeper truth. And then there's like this living experience of it where it's just happening without you. (laughs) I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. You don't, you don't question it. You just go, or you don't think about it. It's happening. And somehow that's that living experience of it feels like knowing Mm -hmm. to me. You know, one way that I would, where I join the dots without even trying to join the dots and listening to you then was there's a feeling difference between a belief and a knowing because and you said and up here in our heads there's a it's an idea so a belief and beliefs require any mixture of willpower trust what else might they require reminders knowing anything that's a knowing that's true requires nothing doesn't require my compliance because it'll still work. Doesn't require my reminding of it because it will still do its thing in the way that it'll do. And doesn't require my willpower because my will's got nothing to do with it because it's just true. Like the, the one that always comes to my mind is gravity anyway, the truth of gravity on this planet is that it works one way, whether I believe it or not. But it's, geez, know it. I mean, people knew it before they even understood it, right? We don't really understand it now. Nobody does how it really works. But it works one way, whether we believe it or not, whether we willpower it or not, whether we remember it or not. And I think that's how I would differentiate in the kind of the, the, the mechanics of a knowing compared to a belief. A belief is just a, a, a nice idea or a really horrible idea. If they're, you know, limiting beliefs or beliefs we've got about ourselves that that keep us playing small or keep us in any feeling that isn't great. 
Now, at the same time, though, as I'm saying this, I think there's a beautiful space for mysteries, for not knowings, and and not having to think about what the the answer is or whether it's right or wrong, because then it's just what's available to me that I've seen anyway from someone who has been a chronic analyzer and and trying to figure it out, a chronic of that too, that I was not living. And when I quit analyzing everything and trying to figure out everything, I could just live and have my attention out there as opposed to all in my head. Life's a lot, lot sweeter looking that way. It can be fun to do a thought experiment. I'm going to get lost in my psychology 10 times before the end of today. And it's the evening here. But, oh well. Brain's going to do what a brain's going to do. Human's going to do what a human's going to do. Yet, I remember when I was on an advanced coaching course, and this is going back to October of 2012, and it was with um, Michael Neal, and Michael Neal said, okay, so there's, at one level, there's no control, no no influence, no control, no say in anything, and that's victim. Then there's the empowerment level, which is you have control, you have some say, and I don't even know if the word control was right. I'm pretty sure that wasn't in there, but you have a say, you've got total free will, and maybe there's another level which is guided, no free will. No empowerment, just guided by something bigger than our cognitive brains. I don't mean that, actually. I mean the frontal lobes, the thinking computer brain, the analytical brain. And I sat there looking at this flip chart and enjoying being with 10 other like-minded people and listening to, to Michael talk. I went, that sounds nice. And I went, oh, that's true. That's true. Something there. And given three months earlier, I'm pretty sure if uh, I was in that room and those ideas were, were shared with me, I'd have resisted them. But I must have seen something meaningful between, I don't know, the middle of summer and the October of that year that kind of like dropped my resistance to, to seeing something fresh. But that's when I remember getting a sense of a knowing different from a nice idea or a reframe. Because reframes are really small, small play compared to truth. Because reframe is just a, a different belief. Maybe a better belief, but still it requires willpower, reminding, motivation, or affirmations. It might require that. And I'm not having a go at anyone who finds affirmations useful. If you find them useful, great. Anything that's useful is great. Yet if something is true, it doesn't require me telling myself 20 times in the mirror every morning. And I love the inquiry into what's true. Not that I'll really ever know, but it's got a, a different feeling sense. And, you know, the impact that that's had on my life, and I know you too, the impact that that's had has been wonderful. 
and it keeps tapping us on the shoulder, saying things such as, Sunscreen, turn around now. You didn't listen last time. Turn around now. Or, hey, it's time to go home. <laughs> if I'm out late. That little voice. And, and the voice, I don't know if I've ever if I said it um, in one of the previous recordings, because apparently I repeat myself. I've been told by you. Um, <laughs> saying um, that little voice within saying something to me on a, I think on a Friday morning in December, as I was turning on the TV very early in the morning when I had a really long day ahead. And I said, be patient today. I can't remember if I mentioned that in a previous one, but I went, where did that voice come from? But I really need to be patient today because I'm tired and I've got a really long day and it could look like they're causing my irritation or anything. So it was a nice little tap on the shoulder that I didn't have on a post-it note that I didn't have as a thing to do until it just occurred in real time in the moment. And to your point, the number of times then when we, when we notice them, there's more of them to notice all of a sudden, like the little nudges that take us from one room to the next. Even if sometimes I walk into a room and I forgot what I went in there for. Apparently that's an age thing, Kate, you told me. So. <laughs> I'm looking forward to more of those, I don't think. Well, I came in here. You know, what's interesting is when I was on the beach, I also noticed my intellect, my mind, encouraging me not to say anything. Like, they want to do that. So just do what they want to do. I don't know why, other than... Mm, like a pleaser voice yeah. showing up, right? Yeah. And then deciding to go with the, the other voice and just ask, you know? And it's really neat to see that. And it seems like a, such a small, silly thing. Like in my mind, it's unimportant somehow, but it's a, like a living example of how we aren't our thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And small or big, that's, you know, as far as the topic, to be able to see that my thoughts would have taken me to keep my mouth shut, interestingly enough, and burn, not a huge deal. I mean, it's just a little sunburn, but to be able to hear it, encourage me to not say anything and then go a different way, that's, Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up again because it was a part earlier on and I thought, well, it'd be really good to explore that. The difference between discerning the difference between that still kind voice and the head voice. Yeah. So insecurity, pleasing people, fear, fear without danger. Um, all that kind of stuff is a really, to me, is a huge thing to notice the difference. What is noise and what's under the noise? I mean, most of my life, I, I thought that was me. The noise? Yeah. 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 Me too. Where I've got to in my head, so the latest 
thing that I think, and whether it's true or not, I'm not sure. But this is where I've got to so far. What's occurred in my mind about it? If if it's something that makes me feel bad about me, mm. noise. 100% of the time. Can't be true. Now, it doesn't mean I'm perfect and I will, you know, I'm saintly or anything like that. No, I'm human. And as a human, I've got my human frailties. Yet, I can't be all the horrible things I sometimes think I am. It would be impossible for anyone to be that because that's not who I am. Going back to what you just said a few moments ago, I'm not the sum of my behaviors up until this moment in my life. I am not my thoughts about myself. I'm none of that. Can't be. Because before I think of me, and what I think is variable, but before the variable of thought is something that must be constant. And that can't be wrong. You know, what's really neat too is, and maybe this go, kind of goes back for me to truer or levels of seeing maybe, is that it's not just, even though I hear those too, like the voice in my head, like my, you know, my personal thinking. It's not just when it feels bad or makes me feel bad about myself, which it does, but he can even get to the point where if it feels like, I already know the answer to that and pleasing and limiting even, I could feel if it makes me feel like something's not possible, like it can be so specific, right? Then it's noise. Like almost as if, if it feels anything less than I am an integral part of the whole of the universe, it's noise. And it's very interesting, and this might be even a good topic for another episode, but to, to move about the earth as if you're the center of the whole. <laughs> you're laughing at me. I took it too far, maybe. But I no, really... you didn't know, because the reason I'm laughing is, oh, my Lord, I do that. I think the universe revolves around me. <laughs> But the fact that it does, I think we forget our importance as human beings in the universe, right? It's almost like we're at the same time the center as well as a part of the whole. Yes. And it's, it's very, I don't know, I'm still sitting in that one. But I think we forget our importance. We, yeah, that's a really good point because it, because apparently the center of the universe is there and here and there and there and there and there and there. Now, apparently, right? <laughs> it's just one way of saying nobody knows. But that's the best, uh, the latest idea about it, I guess, that hasn't been updated yet. To that point, though, yes, I am the center of the universe and so are you. 
So is everyone else. So is everything else. I'm not less than, and I'm not more than. I'm the same in every possible sense. In a, a slightly different form for a temporary period of time. Well, that's what my physical entity is. What my spirit is. No idea. Well, this has been a heck of a chat. <laughs> I, I normally have an eye on when we started, so we're in the kind of 25 to 40 minute. Pretty sure it's close to an hour. Has it been? Yeah. Just glanced at the clock now and going, what? What? So we'd love to hear from you listening. What, if anything, you've made of this. And if you've got comments or or questions, or challenges on anything that you've heard Kate and I share today, then please let us know. And if there's more that you'd like us to explore ideas for future episodes, again, get in touch. The details are in the outro in a moment and in text wherever you found this podcast. So thanks, Kate. This has been great. Thanks, Gwen. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and Kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.